Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just James. It's your host, James. I have my plant, Thomas, with me. Oh, what can I say? We've lost our queen and I really appreciate everybody's messages about my last podcast. Um, I know I made it really short and sweet. I was so tearful (laughs) and very patriotic to the crown. And uh, some of you guys sent me some really wonderful messages and I truly do appreciate it. It's it's a big thing for us in England, you know. Um, Our country's in mourning at the moment. so we've been following it every day. If you follow my podcast, um, it, well, if you listen to last week's podcast, I think it's like 10, 15 minutes long, I talk about what happens over the next um, couple of weeks. And for those of you guys that can't be asked to go back and listen to it, basically our nation is in mourning for Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. And um, it ends on the day of her state funeral. So... There's no expectation on the public or organizations to change any specific behavior during the mourning period. We don't have to wear black. It's, you know, her immediate family absolutely are all in black at the moment. But, you know, our individuals and families and communities and organizations are marking her death in our own way. So there's a guide to sort of what what's going to happen and what's going on. And that's on the website her majesty the queen elizabeth i think the executive office had a really good breakdown of it and basically public service will continue during the morning period i'm so sorry they've just started drilling something (gasps) hopefully you can't hear that it's it's another flap below mine so i'm so sorry if you can hear that but although there you know there will be some changes to on the day of the state funeral basically everything in london is still running as it would the trains are running businesses are running um the union flag has will be drawn on designated buildings for for this sort of duration of it businesses there's no specific obligation or organizations will suspend during this period of mourning but you know in your own way if your own business want to work at your own discretion or postpone events especially on the day of the state funeral it's always advised but majority of events entertainment sports there's no obligation to cancel or postpone I believe the football was was cancelled on Friday and Saturday, and I think the cricket was as well, but all resumed on Sunday as it as it stands, as sort of a mark of respect. And um, you know, a lot of people are doing floral contributions. They they're heading off to like Hillsborough Castle or you know some of the local places where Her Majesty the Queen resides, and taking some flowers. Um, and I think I saw it somebody say the other day. Uh, the national parks have asked if you could please stop leaving marmalade sandwiches. They have enough. And I'm sure it's probably a bit of a health risk as well, leaving the sort of food out because I'm sure small creatures are getting hold of it. And obviously for hygiene reasons, it's not really a good thing. But there is a book of condolences online where the local councils can provide uh, locations with a book, where these books, you can go and sign these little books of condolences. Um, there's some commemorative events that are going to take place and a lot of website and social media are are also sort of, um, you know, acknowledging the, 
what's going on in our great nation at the moment. So I spent my weekend, I literally spring cleaned my house from top to bottom. I took the netting down off my windows. I cleaned behind things. I cleaned over things. I cleaned under things. I cleaned everything I could think of. I cleaned up cupboards, drawers, shelves. I just felt like I really needed to do that. And sometimes that just really clears out your head, really helps you sort of get things sorted in, in my own space, really. I felt so much more, um, you know, just, I just always feel better when, when stuff around me is clean and tidy. And cleaning it just puts me in a really happy place. And then today I went and had a nice little pedicure. I've been really pampering myself of note these days. And I went... We've got a store here in England, which is called Sainsbury's. It's, it's, a clo- it's a food store, but you can buy some like clothing. Occasionally, I'll buy like gym pants or, you know, something, something from there. And I popped in the other day. I actually didn't even go in. For, I can't even remember why I went in there. I went in there for something. Oh, I went in there for pork chops. And I sort of wandered through the clothing section, which I very rarely do. And they had this like sale rack. And I got the three nicest jumpers in ages like the one jumper I swear to you I've worn this jumper for probably like six days in a row like obviously I've washed it and then put it straight back on and I've washed it and I put it straight back on I'm obsessed with this jumper it is so comfortable and so warm I literally can't stop wearing it it's the greatest jumper I own like I'm obsessed with it I think if anybody sees me over the next like in the last week they've probably been like why is this woman just never showering like she's in the same top every day but it's so comfortable and I literally keep washing it at night and wearing it the next day. It's, it's my favorite jumper at the moment. And I think I paid like 10 pounds for it. I was really chuffed. Um, but, oh, and then I bought, because I've got my brother's wedding coming up in two weeks' time. So my podcast for the 5th of October, I'm warning you now, will be recorded a week in advance. Uh, so I will try and keep it as relevant as I can. But I will be recording it probably when I do the week before's podcast because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in the Lake District getting watching my brother get married. And it will be really, really cool. Um, it's so funny. He and his fiance had booked a holiday, a 10-day trip three years ago. And obviously COVID hit and all these things happened and they ended up not taking the holiday. But it's gotten to the point now that if they didn't take the holiday, they would... Uh, lose the money for it so they're like well let's go the wedding's in two weeks but we can't change this holiday it's sort of the end of the period that we could possibly take it to uh we have to take this holiday or forfeit the money so they've taken my little nephew on this holiday i can't tell you where they are i have absolutely no idea i I don't think i've actually asked but it's very sunny there's a beach and there's water that's all i know and there's mayan ruins and that's important to the story but but where they actually are I, i have absolutely no idea so a, l- a couple of weeks ago, I found these little farm animals. They're like plasticky bath toys. So there's like a chicken and a sheep and a duck. No, is there a duck? There's a cow, a sheep, a chicken, and a pig. So there's four of these little like squishy, and you squeeze them and they sort of make like a, like a squeaky noise like a, like a dog toy would make. So I sent them off to my brother for my nephew and some bath crayons that he can draw in the bath but Nick was like I don't want to encourage him to start drawing on walls I don't want him to like disassociate this with any wall in the house so let's not give him crayons to color in at this point in time he's only 15 months old so um but Callum has taken to the little sheep in these 
squeegee in these in these bath toys and he takes the sheep everywhere he goes. He goes ba ba. He takes the sheep everywhere he goes. He loves the sheep. So Callum's also at an age now where if you ask him something, he's quite clever. So you'll be if he's niggly and you know but whiny, you'll be like, do you want your dummy? No, and he'll shake his head. Do you want your mausoleum? No. Do you want some water? Do you want something to eat? Like he answers you now. So they've gone on a tour of these ancient Mayan ruins and taken Callum along with them. With him, there he was in a stroller and got really, really niggly. And you know, Kerry, my brother's um, fiance, was like, "Do you want this? Do you want that? What would you like?" And he kept saying no. And then my brother looked at him and went, um, "Callum, where's your sheep?" And he pointed backwards to like way far from where they had been. And Nick was like, oh, shoot, he must have dropped it. So Nick goes all the way back to go and have a look for the sheep. And Callum had lobbed this thing and thrown it into the Mayan ruin. Far down, like into like 16 BC Mayan ruin. It's like going into the Colosseum and throwing something into the Colosseum. You can't go fetch it. You can't go get it. But of course, Callum wanted a sheep back. So they finished the tour and went to the help people and said, look, my son's thrown his toy in here and he's a bit niggly. He wants it back. Is there any way we can get it? So one of the lovely staff members went along and they got down to where it was. And then Nick being as tall as he is, he's 6'4". They actually let him like get into the section. I believe, you know, they weren't damaging any luckily I think they'd gotten he'd thrown it at a point that there wasn't any damage that could have been created from Nick stepping there but they allowed Nick to step down and actually pick it up and then come back up again because he was taller and he could sort of really reach down to where it was and not actually stand on any structure that was um, you know going to create any any permanent damage to the 16 BC bloody I mean I'm saying 16 BC I'm making up that date I don't know how old it is I'm making it so Anybody that's like a like understands my ruins, please don't come at me. This I don't I know my dates are wrong. I'm making up a date here just for dramaticity of my story. So my dates are just made up. Anyway, so he got his he got his sheep back and Nick gave it to him and then he just kept going, bah, bah, bah. So Callum got his toy back. And that is a story I intend to tell for the rest of his life because it's a gift that I gave him and I love that story so so stinking much. But um, for next wedding, I have been on the hunt for a dress. I want to look fabulous on the day. I want to look drop-dead gorgeous and be like, oh my gosh, she needs to be married next. Like, that's the look I'm going for. Why is she not in a wedding gown? Like, that's the look I want. So I've bought a beautiful green dress. But I'm worried that it's going to make my boobs look really big because I'm very big-chested. I'm not a small-chested girl. I have fake boobs I don't have small boobs. I could be a size two and I would still have massive boobs. It's just just my build. It's just how my body is. So I need a dress to reflect it. And I've been searching. I bought a dress on Boohoo the other day, uh, which is a UK website. And had a sh- the, the photo of it looked beautiful. The funny thing is the one in white looked absolutely gorgeous. But of course, I can't wear white because it's my brother's wedding. So um, I bought it in like a peach color. And then it's got like a... Uh, like a nude slip underneath it but when I received it the 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 pattern was so much smaller than the nude slip and it just didn't look right it looked like I'd forgotten to put a dress on like it just it really really wasn't suitable for the wedding so I've had it sent back again but if anybody knows of any good places for a dress I am desperately on the hunt 
So please send me any recommendations. I have two weeks. So as long as it's not something that's going to get shipped from China that I'm not going to get within two weeks before the wedding, I desperately, desperately need a dress. So um, please send me recommendations, send me dresses. I do have the green one as a backup. And I went and had my toes done today, my pedicure. So it should match that dress if that's the case. Uh, but the, the nail lady made a really good point because I, I brought the color of the dress and I said, look, I need, my nails need to match this. And she made a really great point. And I thought it was actually a great suggestion if anybody is going to have their nails done specifically for an event is that your nails will stay with you now for a month. So why focus on one dress when you should think about the month? So if it's going to clash with everything else you're going to wear for a full month, it's not the right color, but if it's just for one event and it happens to match that, absolutely great, go ahead. And I thought that was brilliant advice. I thought that was really, really, really good dress advice. So um, if anybody's looking to have pedicures and manicures done for specific events, uh, just something to consider. Thought, I thought that was a really good point. But I freaking sat on my glasses earlier. I'm so annoyed. And now they're all skew. And when I put them on, they make my eyes hurt. So I need to go and have my glasses fixed as well. I have the stupid... Oh, I'm just not having a good day. I had a customer. I don't normally get offended by customers. I don't normally get my feelings hurt. You know, I'm, I'm quite solid. And I, I had to chase money with a patient. And she got really defensive and she got really upset with me. And the more I try to like help and make the matter better, I just happened to make the matter worse until eventually she sent me an email telling me I'm not allowed to email anymore. She doesn't want to deal with me anymore. I'm rude. I'm nasty. And I genuinely wasn't being at all. I really, in this specific case, I really, really wasn't. But it's really affected me. It's really like, it really hit my like, it like hit my my heart and I had a proper cry about it. I don't know why is it here maybe it's like I don't know I just like it really upset me that somebody I'd upset somebody so much and I never intended to if anything I was trying to make the matter better and I just made it so much worse and it's really I actually phoned my mom and I spoke to my mom for an hour just to like calm down and just be okay with everything I was so upset um, and, you know, there's other things going on in my life as well that's just sort of really upsetting and scary and, you know, a shitty relationship things going on. And, you know, I just things happen and it just makes you upset. So it's just it's just a combination of things. And also I'm trying to give up sugar at the moment. So I I've got into this really bad habit. I'm obsessed with these like gummy. I love gummies like more than chocolate. Chocolate's not really my thing, but gummies and like chewy things are definitely my like snack of choice. Like my my um my kryptonite, if you want to put it that way. But I'm obsessed with these chewy snakes that you get from Sainsbury's, and I probably have them every day, which is not very good. But of course, I've suddenly realised that I have them every day. Not a whole pack. I'll probably like to take like three or four at a time, you know, walk past the snack cupboard and steal a couple of little gummy snakes. But I, I, it's becoming like I'm having snakes every day, you know, without subconsciously realizing and I've sort of taken up the sugar habit. So I've cut them out and I cut them out yesterday to the point that it's such a headache. I actually had a piece of chocolate, but I'm going through sugar withdrawals. Like prop so today I've got this intense headache I'm just craving sweets. My head's sore and I'm irritable. I'm probably a little bit like depressive. Like it's so crazy how I'm almost going through like 
like a withdrawal from sugar. So this there's so many like long-term benefits to reducing sugar in your diet and whether it be like sort of weight loss, improving dental health, reducing your risk of diabetes. And I have a history of diabetes in my family. And I'm probably borderline diabetic because of my family history. You know, I don't think it's it's hard to, to do with, with, you know, I don't sleep well sometimes. I I'm always thirsty. I'm pretty much always hungry. It's, you know, there's fatigue, there's tiredness. There's probably like loads of like um, signs that I'm like pre-diabetic and probably being slightly overweight is one of them as well. You know, I'm working so hard on my fitness, but, you know, I'm not a size two anymore. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a size 32 either. So, you know, I'm, I'm not overweight. I mean, I am overweight, but like not like, massively overweight I don't know I don't explain it I don't explain it I was I think in December I was overweight I don't think I'm in that same position now I've dropped two dress sizes but I could probably drop two more if that makes sense to be honest you know just realistic but sugar withdrawals can create anxiety they can change your sleeping patterns they patterns patterns they can give you depressive moods you can have difficulty concentrating you can have dizziness lightheadedness fatigue intense cravings you can also crave things like carbohydrates like chips and pasta irritability nausea all of these things they're so unpleasant but they're cravings that lead up to binge eating behavior and often to just get over it you go oh i want some sweets and you shove handful of sweets in your mouth and you sort of start this vicious cycle of sugar deprivation and withdrawal and then binge eating then feeling guilty and angry about it and then like doing it all over again it's so easy to do but the effects of sugar and understanding what the withdrawal symptoms can do to you are so intense it can be so helpful to understand why this happens and how sugar affects your body and it's an evolutionary base believe it or not it's it's um you know if if say for example you like craving ice cream now our ancestors we're biologically driven driven to heat why can't I talk today? To seek out high calorie meals such as fruit and honey and consuming sugars help them build up body fat. So when there was an essence of survival, our body rewards the survival instinct by releasing good neurostimulators. So neurostimulators are the brain's chemical messengers, and these are billions of molecules that work at the same time sending messages throughout the nervous system and it allows you to think and to move and to breathe and they also affect your mood so sugar affects your brain now addictive behavior addictive substances like heroin and cocaine put next to an image of sugar in the brain have the same reaction the brain chemistry leads to the same withdrawals the same independence the same addiction so sugar triggers a release of endorphins and natural opiates that are widely recognized that reduce pain after you're injured or boost your happiness when you exercise. Sugar also triggers a release of endorphins. And these neurotransmitters link to that craving. So with animals, their studies have found that sugar withdrawals mirrors those of like drugs. So your body mirrors the same withdrawals that you would have to like cocaine and heroin. It's insane. But... Sugar addiction is higher than a cocaine. I, I could have this fact wrong. I don't know if this is actually accurate. I, I seem to believe it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think that sugar is more addictive than cocaine, but I only take sugar, so I wouldn't know the answer to that one. 
Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't compare the two. I can't be like, in my experience, this is worse than this because I don't actually know. <laughs> so can't help you on that one. Um, so there is like, the, the, there's a there's a very famous diet which is called the keto diet if you've never heard of it and that has got a, sh- a keto diet sugar withdrawal so you eliminate all sources of sugar from your diet including sugar and fruit and dairy and all these things and it's called the keto flu and then pe- people that have a, a ketogen diet which sort of like eat less calories and carbohydrates and all of that they can have um you know, if you're getting no source of glucose, glucose is the fuel that sources the cells, and without it, we begin to starve. So the body is then forced to turn it to turn to its fat storage and sort of fuel sources and use it as ketosis and starts to sort of like ketosis can actually be quite unpleasant and makes your breath really stink as well. So if you're in a, a keto ketonic diet, your symptoms may be more severe than cutting out and adding the sugar. So there's a drastic drop in your carbs. Puts you in a state of ketosis, ketosis, and then works in different ways for everybody. So these, you know, ketosis symptoms can give you bad breath. It can be weakness, constipation, diarrhea, muscle cramps. There's all sorts of different things from that. I don't know about the enough about the keto flu to really give you enough information on it. Um, but coping with sugar withdrawal symptoms is you can try and reduce your sugar and cut sugar out slowly rather than just cold turkey. I'm a massive fan of cold turkey. I cold turkey everything when I give it up. Uh, it's how I do things. It's how I prefer to do it. But some people just go on a low sugar diet and they slowly start reducing it within. They increase their daily fiber. They eat more balanced meals, get enough sleep, encourage physical activity is always a great thing. But there's a lot of symptoms and stuff that and resources. The American Heart Association has got a lot of resources that can help with this. Food Addicts Anonymous, Overeaters Anonymous, all of these resources are there to help you. So if this is something that's a concern in your life or something that you can do, go and seek out those sources because they might have some really good advice from you, some really good um, symptoms and and things that could really help you sort of get through all of these things so hopefully that will help I think my headache today is also stress induced I think my headache is 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 there because there's a lot going on in my little world as well I've had a little cry today you know we're not we can't always all have great days and sadly today is just not a great day for me you know the daily grind and doing things can be really stressful on all of us and I get you know we've got to stay positive and we're going to stay like motivated but even I have days where I go you can't always be this this pillar of of motivation it's working through the tough days to keep the motivation and I've spoken about this in podcasts I've spoken about this in numerous different times and sort of spoken about what's um you know what you can do you know to try and stay motivated so please go and have a look at those uh those podcasts because they they I hope they will help you but simplifying our schedules and rather looking at ways to squeeze more activities or chores into the day trim your daily to-do list try and exercise regularly eat a little bit smarter get enough sleep i'm talking a lot about sleep this week i think cuz i haven't been sleeping very well the last couple of days either i've sort of had some stuff going on 
uh, that sort of affected my my brain. And you know, you overthink things a little bit sometimes. But I do need to take a break. I've I've been saying this for a couple of weeks. Is that I I need a break. I need I need a holiday. I need to like actually step away from a couple of things that are going on. But it's really hard to do. So I'm going to try and focus on myself and I hope you guys focus on your week and do better with your week than I am because sometimes I'm going to hold you up and sometimes you guys have got to hold me up and this is just one of those weeks. Uh, You know, next week we've got the Queen's funeral. I'm not going to record until after that for next week. I think it's only respectful. So I'll probably record the podcast on Tuesday next week before, before I release it on Wednesday. Uh, but last week I didn't do a conundrum at all. I left it. Um, I wanted to respect what was going on. It was the day we had lost the queen as well. It was just not, it was, it wasn't the time. Um, but you know, it wasn't, I was late last week and I do apologize for those of you guys that do wait very patiently for my podcast. It's, it's not fair on me to let you guys down. And I should have recorded it before Wednesday, before the before the the tragedy happened and I hadn't so that's entirely my fault and I do put my hands up and I do deeply apologize so I'm so sorry about that guys but I will be better next week I promise so if I remember correctly the last podcast the last podcast the last conundrum is what starts with the t ends with the t and has t in it and Michelle my conundrum queen you got a first time girl it's a teapot. I think you were the only person that got it last week. And I thank you so much for getting that. I can't remember if that was last week's, if that was for last week or if it was for the week before. So I'm not sure. And I have to apologize because I haven't gone and listened to the podcast to check if this is the new conundrum or if this is last week's. And because I was so miserable, I didn't change it. So if this is already one that you've heard, Please apologize. I'm so sorry, but I've confused myself and I'm just going to be honest. I have confused myself. So I think this week's is, but it could not, it could potentially be last week's and the week before was a teapot and I'm just confused. So somebody DM me because if it's, if I've got it wrong and this was last week, this was meant to be the answer for last week, then I'll give you two next week if that makes sense. But uh, this one is, what is easy to get into but hard to get out of? What is easy to get into but hard to get out of? So send me your answers on Just James Podcast on my Instagram. um, And I will tell you if you guys are right. And I'll give you a shout out if you get it right as well. For social media, I mean, I've honestly, I haven't really been on social media much this week. But there's a lovely Instagram. I want to talk about TikToker. Her name is Kat, K-A-T. She and her husband... A long time ago, um, we're doing TikToks together. They had a baby together. And then their relationship fell apart. And she now does TikToks on her own. I never followed the husband, so I'm not quite sure if he does it on his own. She's been through another relationship. She's got a kid. She's a lovely, lovely, like, motivated girl. So if you're just looking for light-hearted, oh, what she does do, she's got, her mom is Spanish. And she mimics her mom and pretends to be her mom and it could be really funny some and her mom's recording her so you just hear her mom laughing in the background and her mom asking her questions that she then answers as if she's her own mom and it's really funny it's a really nice like mom daughter duo it's just light-hearted it's just you know I like things that are just not complicated and can sometimes just be fun and and easy to listen to so it's a nice little TikTok if you're looking for something different to listen to guys I don't want I don't, you know, this week I feel, I feel beaten up this week. I feel like I'm like, 
my I'm mentally pushed around a little bit by myself this week. I've got I've I've had a lot going on. You know, we all we all can't be rock stars every week. And I'm so sorry if I'm a Debbie Downer this week. It's it's not my intention. But I think don't be pushed around by your fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams of your heart. And that comes from a book called The Light in the Heart by Roy T. Bennett. And I think it's so it's it's so appropriate for, I couldn't think of the word. It's so appropriate for this week. That be led by the dreams in the heart. Let's let's try and not let our fears and our upsetness and our bad things just conquer our minds. And I I have to put my hand up and say that I've been conquered this week. My my mental um motivation has been pushed to a point this week and it's it's interesting to see because every week I try and be like you should do better and let's all be great together and when I have a shitty week it's not fair that I don't tell you that as well because I can't always just be like well I'm fabulous and you guys aren't um because I too have bad weeks and I too have times where I I feel like I'm not good enough and I feel like I'm can do better and I deserve better and I want better um, and it's how I now handle that and I take this week and I change it around and I, and I try and find the steps to, to get myself into a position where next week I can come back and go, guys, look, if I can do it, you guys can do it. If I can be better, if I can feel happier because sometimes we all can't just just feel like everything's okay. Sometimes we have to feel like things aren't okay for us and you know, things happen in our worlds where we feel powerless or we get accused of things and it's not fair. It's, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but I think that some, some weeks we just need to lick our wounds a little bit. And I think a week of mourning the queen is, is a really good week to lick up, for me to lick my wounds and for me to mourn a couple of things. So I hope you guys have a better week than me. And if you're motivated and you're ready to get out there, DM me. Tell me about it. I want to hear about the great things going on in your world because that will make me feel better and that will make me feel great. And then next week we can talk about all being happy and just being in a really good place. And I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful week. And if you are watching the Queen's Funeral on Monday, we're all in this together. We're all mourning a wonderful, beautiful woman who has inspired so many nations and has really, really shown that hard work pays off. And she's dedicated her life to, to our country and to the crown. And I do salute her so much. And I wish King George a really... King George? What am I talking about? King Charles III. An incredible reign. Um, I, I'm excited to see what he does with this. He's waited his whole life to be king. And he's finally here. So let's see what happens with him. Guys, have a wonderful week and I'll see you again next week. Goodbye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the Plant.